0: You're listening to Potter Nonsense, a podcast with me and Ray. Welcome
1: to Potter Nonsense. I'm Ray. And, I'm <laughs> and on this week's episode, we are going to be talking about uh, higher education in the wizarding world. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> namely, does it exist and how does it work?
0: Yeah, um, there's definitely no talk at Hogwarts about, you know, getting ready to go to university. Yeah, there's no talk of a wizard uni.
1: No, there's no wizard college, there's no wizard uni, there's no wizard, like, the only thing I th- feel like I remember reading was, like, the wizard trade schools, like, because there's some seriously intense shit going on to become an aura. Yeah. Um,
0: that's about it. Like, there's there's a level on which we're told that there's, like, a lot of requirements to become an aura, but I don't think that anything is specifically said about, like, the, you know, um, police academy sort of thing. I think it's, like, we, we yeah. get an idea that there's, like, a lot of prerequisites to become an aura, but, like, not what training actually occurs afterwards.
1: Yeah. So it's just kind of, like, do... Wizarding colleges and universities exist. Um, I don't think JK has actually thought that far ahead, even though she's thinking about, you know, the toilet systems <laughs> and which character she might roll the dice and be and make gay next. And uh, but she hasn't actually like I would find it really fascinating to have something mm. to do with higher education. Yeah, exactly. How did Charlie become a dragon handler, did he have to go do further study? Obviously there was probably on-the-job training, mm. but that seems a bit dangerous.
0: Yeah, you'd want to have some. Don't like, don't just leave high school and go yeah. basic training <laughs> beforehand. You would hope so. You would hope so. Like maybe start him out start him out on baby crocodiles. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You'd learn pretty fucking quick
1: yeah. though, like let's be honest. Um
0: this end is, this end is hot. Uh, this end is pointy. Um, don't touch either. <laughs> yeah,
1: don't. And one end is both hot and yes. pointy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's interesting uh, because I guess
0: healers, you would need to have higher education to be oh, a definitely. healer.
1: Like, you would need to have,
0: I, I have yeah. had the thought that maybe it's, like, an apprenticeship-based system. Like, you get, mm. like, you, um you're an aura, you've been an aura for a couple of year, for like a good couple of years, and then you get assigned like a rookie, which yeah. seems like a recipe for comedy, really. But uh, a yeah, like bit, imagine yeah. being um, Mad-Eye Moody's rookie. Oh, God. <laughs> it would be terrifying. Oh, he'd be it so... would just be so off He'd be so mean. Like...
1: He would. He really would. I guess like t- there are implications. Like Tonks implies at one point that there are additional classes that Harry needs to take and to become an aura. But I guess that's it. I mean, did Lupin go to college
0: to become a Absolutely teacher? Absolutely not. No, he was just hired off <laughs> the street. No one, no one, no one who's teaching at Hogwarts had any kind of like qualifications that they needed to undergo before actually becoming like, a teacher. That did not happen. <laughs> Otherwise, like, Snape would definitely not have been certified. Oh, God,
1: no. <laughs> Fucking hell. I mean, on... I mean, But then, I mean, that begs the question, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that begs the question, are you really qualified after you come out of university anyway, or is a lot of the stuff that you need for a job on the job training?
0: I mean, full disclosure, I did not go to university. I did not have anything that I wanted to do so badly that I was willing to go into debt for it. Um, I thought, yeah, I really wish I'd had that mindset. I, I thought that like in a couple of <laughs> years I might come up with something that I do want to do and in, at that point I would do university and I'm still not there. I went to business college um, for a 20-week course that I did in 10 weeks because the school was um, bought out by a Chinese company that was closing it to domestic students, and um, <laughs> oh, okay, got my cert three in uh, in business administration, and then I went to work. So,
1: <laughs> and I'm on the I'm on the other spectrum of that where I went to university, I studied psychology. I realized that I don't really think like being a psychologist or a counselor or something like that at like 20, how old was I when I graduated? Like 22 was what I wanted to do as a 22 Mm -hmm. year old. And I went and found something else, which I work for an optics company now. And I'm finding that the career path that I'm on is actually a lot more suited for me. So my on-the-job training has done worlds more for me
0: than my actual university education. Although at the (laughs) the same time, if we're talking about an apprenticeship-based system for healers with no prior like education of that sort of thing, imagine just – you know, you've got some kind of embarrassing magical disease, and your healer comes in, mm-hmm. and there's, uh, they've got this like 17-year-old kid with them, and they're like, "Do you mind if Jimothy observes this? Uh, observes my work? <laughs> um, while while you're in some side, kind of precarious position, <laughs> like, like you'd feel very, very exposed, yeah. sort of thing. And I don't know if there are teaching hospitals, but like at least teaching hospitals are after you've been to medical school
1: yeah yeah you have to go to some kind of medical school side note i really love the fact that you you said jimothy as a name because <laughs> my boyfriend's nickname is jim and one of his friends calls him jimothy without fail every time <laughs> um and to the point to the point as now calls me kelly <laughs> um because well- because my first, my full first name is Kelly. So he calls me Kellothy. Um, well, it, it. Even though I don't go by that. So for you to pick Timothy is just like the funniest thing right now.
0: Well, it's it's making me think of like when um, Brody does something um, that that's annoying you and I'll start calling him Brodegard because Brody is not a good name to be mad at. Brodegard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> true okay so yeah for those playing at home my partner's name my boyfriend's name is Brody but for some reason his friends call him Jim and he's got one friend who calls him Jimothy but I have only ever called him Brody um because I don't understand the Jim thing um and yeah, then then Fee decides to call him Brody um what was it regard Bro-
0: <laughs> because because Brody he doesn't God. have a full name and you've got to, like, when someone's when someone's doing something wrong, you've got to call them by their full name. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Bro- Brody doesn't have the same kick. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And for disclosure, my boyfriend's a bit of a shithead, so
1: he likes to annoy the sh- absolute living hell out of me sometimes. But, you know, I love him for that. So, yeah, so back to Jimothy being a healing student. Yeah, no, I, I –
0: Yeah, Jimothy, the healing student.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, like, you would think that they would go – because there's no classes at Hogwarts that we know of uh, that specialize in medicine and healing and things like that. I'm sure you could gleam off the surface from, like, herbology and you could probably gleam Mm. off the surface from, like,
0: uh, maybe – Potions. Yeah, potions. probably not under Snape, but, like, a competent teacher would probably – bring you some education about potion um, healing potions. I'm
1: feeling like yes. Slughorn, Slughorn would be like, probably... this semester we're going to be doing healing potions. Sit down and buckle up.
0: Mm. And I'm sure there'd be like different, very specific potions for um, various um, ailments and illnesses. Like it wouldn't be the same potion that fixes dragon pox, that fixes spattergroit. No, God, you no. Know, that sort of thing. Yeah, so there'd be there'd be various and uh, would there be healing charms? Like that seems like the magic like wand-based magic that would be the most um applicable to healing. Yeah,
1: I think there would be wand-based healing charms, like uh yeah. Well, didn't Madam Oh no, that was Skelly What? Uh mm. What was his
0: name? The idiot. Uh, the 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 like idiot um, lockhart attempted yeah. yeah lockhart gilderoy lockhart mm. did attempt a healing charm that um didn't work
1: yeah <laughs> so I, there are like three subjects off the top of our heads that should have a healing component to them mm, that's only healing but like, there's really
0: yeah and like really there should be a like newt's um, like, certain new streams that would, like, have specific electives that would help you if you were looking to enter a specific field. Mm, mm-hmm. Yep. Because, I mean, there's all of the subjects that you do have to take, but then there's no, like, for auras, surely there would have to be a a um, class where you learn about wizard lore. Yeah. There has like to. even 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 in like Australian high schools you have the opportunity to take legal studies as an elective.
1: Yeah no yeah that's true. Uh, we had legal skills and we had sociology and that was mm. like a prerequisite before you got to uni to do like anything to do uh, law related criminology, law, even the police academy required you to at least the for people. I know in Queensland, for people straight out of high school who want to go into the police academy, they need to have done uh, like law and law and sociology.
0: Oh, okay, I'm not sure if that's the case in SA, but then I've only um, the only process for um, becoming a police officer that I've witnessed is uh, my partner doing a um, course at them. Uh, He's been doing the applications at the moment and obviously since he's coming in in his late 20s like they don't really look at your high school stuff. Oh yeah yeah no I think it's for the ones that are straight mm. out of high school. It's like how um, entering uni as an adult student sort of thing like you're not they're not really paying attention to high school you're taking a specific test to get in. yes
1: yeah. Oh, now I'm not actually sure. It was a very long time ago that my friend went through the police academy straight out of high school.
0: Oh, yeah. And honestly, it could have changed in between. We all thought it was a miracle that
1: he passed the psych test.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. He's one of those, is he?
1: Oh, he was just one of those kids at school that you were like, you definitely don't want to give him a gun. And now it's like, oh, God, they gave him a gun. But he's a very, very good police officer. I think he's up to a detective level now. He's done a lot of good. Yeah. He's very good at what he
0: does. Yeah, the one kid that I got into a physical fight with in high school is a cop now, so that's cool.
1: Oh, that's yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep yeah, that that's that's a real um you know, that's who you want. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I
1: I sometimes go on Facebook and look at what some of the people that I went to high school with have become, and I'm like. Oh, okay, that's an interesting career choice, but cool, good
0: on you. Uh, I mean, there's one, there's one guy that I went to high school with who was, like, obsessed with joining the Army, and I don't think he ever actually got in. I have blocked him on Facebook because he's horrific. Um, but, like, there's something about him. I was um, listening to Case File the other day, and they did the um, – I'm not sure if it was a recent episode or if it was in the backlog for me, but the um, – Honestly, every description of the Hoddle Street shooter sounded like this guy. Oh, uh, crazy. Like, yeah, it was just this thing. It's like, oh, Christ. Okay, no no one let him anywhere near guns. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's just, mm. uh, yeah, it's amazing how where people end up from high school.
0: So aside from healers and auras, what are other careers – that um, do exist in the wizarding world, uh, aside from healers, auras, and teachers.
1: Well, there's politics.
0: How how yes, do you become a man?
1: Like you, it's politics. There's politicians, and I mean, politicians have to study things before they become working politicians. Mm. Usually, in,
0: in our in our world, usually a politician studied law. Mm.
1: Yeah, we don't actually like – do we have political science in Australia or is it just overbranched by law?
0: I don't know if we do, but, like, even in America where political science does exist, most most um, politicians were originally lawyers.
1: Let me have – I'm going to Google it. Political silence. <clears throat> political silence. Political science. Bachelor of political science. Okay, yeah, some, some of our – Oh, it's open universities. Okay, so it's – let's go
0: political oh, science. okay. Um,
1: why do I keep saying silence? Political science, UQ. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. School of political Science. oh, fucking hell, I did it again. <laughs> School of political science and international studies at the University of Queensland, political science, single major. Mm. Okay, yeah, so you can study that here, but I guess our politicians do end up studying law.
0: Yeah, Um, Mm. as far as politicians in the wizarding world, we just, and this this is um, branching off a little bit into my assertion that the wizarding world is not a democracy, or at least wizarding Britain is not, aside Mm. from Cornelius Fudge, who is a politician in the wizarding world? Cornelius Fudge and, um,
1: uh, what's his name?
0: Kingsley. Well, Kings Kingsley's an aura. Oh yeah, shit. And um, there's the guy that ta- Rufus Scrimgeour is the other minister for magic that we get. Mm-hmm. There's no, mm-hmm. there's no opposition leader. There's no like um, other party. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, there's no there's no um, party system going on. You just somehow you become the minister for magic until you are killed, I guess, or deposed. Like, there's there's no one – because if, if there was an opposition leader of some description, like, you'd have that person coming down on fudge in the papers all of the time, and we get snippets of the Daily Prophet. You'd think that there'd be – like an opposition leader, once once Harry falls out of favour with Fudge, like an opposition leader coming along and being like, hey, Harry, what's going on? Like, I'm on your side. Yeah. So there's like, there's the public service people, Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Which is like Arthur's stream of work and all of that. Yes. So there's... Um, yeah, you, you, there's more of a public service than a politi- than a politics sort of situation, isn't there?
1: Yeah, that's true. There's no, like, politicians like you would have, like, the House of Senate and the House of Representatives and things like that, depending mm-hmm. on which country you're in. Um,
0: yeah. Um, but... Britain, Britain, of course, has the um, House of Commons and the House of Lords, which yes. um, does not seem to I'm... apply to the wizarding world because there doesn't seem to be a, a literal aristocracy. Like, there's a... There's the um, noted pure blood families, but there's no, like, earls and dukes and such.
1: But then you've got the gamut, which is the wizard high court of law. Mm. So, like, they're, they're the high court of law and parliament. So, mm-hmm. it's like, it's the thing that predates ministry. It's like the medieval wizards council. Surely they're something of politicians, right?
0: I guess so. Like... I mean the the word whiz and gamut." Um, it seems to be a play on the. Um, oh, there is a thing in history that um, ends in gamut, and it was the um, Council of Lords that, before primogeniture in Britain, um, decided who was going to be king.
1: Oh, hold on! Do you mean the
0: uh, wit? Wedding oh, gamut, the, the, yeah, the wedding gamut. So, whizzing gamut, yeah, whiz and gamut. yeah,
1: yeah. The the um, National Council Anglo-Saxon thing.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Look, I do know things.
1: I'm smart. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> not all the time.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that was a yeah. Wasn't that um, like?
1: Oh, hold on. Yeah, it's all coming back to me now. It's like the meeting of the white men or the wise men.
0: Yeah, the meeting of the wise men, which was you know, the wise men, AKA the rich guys. Um, and they, they, they were like the, the the aldermen, the, um, whatever lords were around at that time. And they would come together and decide which guy was going to be the next King because they, you know, people often died when their kids were very young back in those days because (laughs) they were constantly fighting (laughs) each other. So like, the the Wizengamot does kind of imply that they just kind of decide who's going to be the next Minister for Magic.
1: Yeah. Okay. So there's no real politics to it. It's just a bunch of rich old mm. men sitting in a room going, oh, oh, oh I say, I say.
0: Which, which I think is why Dumbledore was frequently asked to be Minister for Magic, like, but, but didn't, didn't want to be the Minister for Magic. Yeah,
1: he was um, the chief warlock on the Wizengamot for –
0: like years and years th- and years. Three years, two years? I'm not, I Something feel like, like that. I mean, he got booted out if he was in Gimara. Hold on, I got this. Google it. But I think that. He was, like, okay, hold on. You've got it?
1: Yeah, Alvis Stumbledore, leader, July, sometime until July 95, and then again, June 96 to 97.
0: Yeah, so I so, feel like he was he was the head warlock for, like, donkey's years and then they kicked him out. It's just that, you know, we only knew him for the three years that he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they, they frequently yeah. asked him to do it, but, like, in that way, it's kind of, um, you know, he wasn't running for it or anything like that, which is what, you know, would usually be the case if you were – Trying to become the head of a country in the real world.
1: Yes. Ah, look, I can I can sympathise with Dumbledore's n- Dumbledore not wanting to be the Minister for Magic. That seems like an awful job.
0: Yeah, and also he's controlling everything from behind the scenes anyway. So why would he take the public position? Well. We are going to get to the
1: point where we we talk about how awful Dumbledore actually is. (laughs) He's like the old racist grandfather that you kind of are like, yes, granddad, I love you, but holy shit, you're a product of your time.
0: Mm, Although I'm not sure that he's ever really displayed any kind of, like, wizard racism, Um, aside from, like, you know, way back when he was hanging out with um, Grindelwald. Yeah, but
1: i have not actually... I've not actually seen those movies, and I refuse.
0: Oh, I'm not even talking about that. that. I'm talking about um, the stuff in the books where he was like having his correspondence with um, Grindelwald about um, taking the Wizarding World public and um, subjugating all of the Muggles. Right. Oh, yeah, I remember. He seemed to have gotten over that phase. You would hope so. Yeah, and I mean, actions seem to have shown us that he did get over that stage. It only took, like, the death of his sister and total um, alienation from his brother to do it, but that's neither here nor there.
1: Yeah. I mean, if anything's going to kick you in the balls and tell you you're a bad person, it's going to be the death of your sister and the total alienation from your brother. Like, that just seems (laughs) fair.
0: I love that. I love how that sounds like when it's totally glossed over.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, <laughs> yeah, it kind of was. But, I mean, I'm sure everybody wants a part of their life to be just glossed over. I know. Oh, I yep. do.
0: Uh
1: <laughs> Yeah, mine involved a very bad emo mullet cut and a, a deathly <laughs> awful obsession with my chemical romance.
0: I mean – Honestly, like, I've listened uh, back to My Chemical Romance fairly recently. They're still good. I, I, I will fight anyone who says they're not.
1: <laughs> oh, honestly, I will absolutely just, like, sucker punch anyone who disses My Chemical Romance, uh, like, just without even a warning. But uh, I was also, like, one of those filthy emo kids who thought she was so individual and she was just copying <laughs> everyone else.
0: Well, I was It was very to- embarrassing. I was trying to be goth, but I had no money, so that just comes off as emo. <laughs> yeah, right. Emo <laughs> is the poor version of goth. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, safe to say, no photos because this time of my life was still when uh, you could have film in a camera and digital cameras were like a novelty. Uh, every photo from that point of time in my life is deleted, erased, oh really? gone completely. See, oh, yeah. I was on, I was I on MySpace,
0: sure. so it's 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 commit it's committed to the internet. Yeah,
1: I was on MySpace too, and I got rid of that very fast. I mean it's probably if someone was really, really clever and like could absolutely hack the internal workings of the internet, they could probably find it. But for all intents and purposes, unless you like really hate me for some weird reason, you're not gonna find it.
0: <laughs> Have you seen Tom Hardy's MySpace? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor buddy. Uh, he doesn't seem to have, like, made any attempts to get rid of it. So, it's like, I think he's just happy for that to be there for the world to see. He's like the kind of dude who's just kind of like, yep, and. <laughs> uh, it's 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 quite but, the thing. If, if anyone yeah. hasn't seen it, just, just look it up. I might put it in the show notes if I'm feeling kind. <laughs> Or unkind, depending on your point of view. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look, it's worth a look. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth
0: a, a little peek. Oh, I just remembered that I was going to tell you. Uh, we have had 100 listens what? at time of recording. What, 102?
1: Hey! <laughs> okay, well, we should probably say hello to our yeah. listeners and thank you for listening. <laughs> You've made it this far. We're obviously doing something right or there's something wrong with you. But no, seriously, we love you. Thank you very uh, much.
0: Um, but yeah, so this, this whole um, gap in higher education that we seem to be having seems like another one of those things that Hermione would be looking at it and being like, I was like already figuring out what university I wanted to go to when I was in in primary school. Like, that was already something I was figuring out. And now I find out that in the wizarding world, there's no university. Like, I'm going to fix this single-handedly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, look, fan fiction is a great way for us to expand on a universe that the author definitely isn't expanding on, as long as the author is okay with us expanding on that, which J.K. Rowling has really not said here nor there, as far as I'm aware. Um, uh, it's it's. I've read some fantastic uh, stories written by the general public about – Wizarding universities, about how Harry doesn't want to be an aura. He goes to be – he goes to university to do something else. Hermione is the one that ends up going to university to do something else. So, like, I feel like they need to exist, but I feel like they can only exist in fan fiction that we Mm -hmm. write ourselves.
0: Maybe that um, idea I had for the wizard school in the Roman ruins, maybe that's the university. Yes, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) Like, as far as – like, we we – live in a country where like residential university isn't really a thing.
1: Um, No, unless you live like five, six hours west of the closest university, you generally don't
0: stay on campus. And even then, like a lot of the um, accommodation is just, there's um, student student apartments around the city and it's not necessarily on the campus of the university. Yeah, no, Um,
1: we don't really have a big culture of are going to university outside of your Mm. hometown, like outside of your home city. Not even hometown, it's home city. Let's face it, Australia is a big ball of living in a city or living in nothing. Like, yeah, there's a huge population of people who live in like central Australia as well, which is great, and I really hope we have listeners out there too. But majority of Australians live in a city or in a suburb around the city.
0: Yeah, a lot a lot of the – And there's none of this um, like – uni um accommodation sort of situations are for people who live in um, smaller towns that want to go to university and like obviously not everyone does some people um you know stick to their like family farms and stuff like that but then there is um people moving out to um moving into the city to get an education and that's when a lot of them get those um they're like um you, you have a room and then there's a common area, which I guess is like um, American college accommodation in a way.
1: I'm not 100% sure. I've, the only thing I know about American college living is what I see in movies and TV, and I take that with a little bit of a grain of salt because I know it's dramatised.
0: Yeah. My whole insight into American college at this point is that Riley from Still Buffering is now in college and she's described – her living situation, which is, like, a house with four bedrooms and she lives there with seven other girls and then they um, each share, share a room and then they've got, like, common bathroom, kitchen, living areas and all of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it's like a share house yeah, situation? Yeah, it's like a share house sort of situation, which is, like, you know, something that many of us live with in non-uni kind of um settings yeah. yeah yeah absolutely
1: yeah so higher education yeah higher education in the visiting world doesn't can exist in canon or at least not not anything that's been said i feel and like, I feel it, has like to exist. it
0: would have been said like you would have had ernie mcmillan being like i'm going to go study at this this particular um wizard university sort of thing like like if anyone's going to be talking about that it's him or like you know Hermione would be like figuring out her applications from you know year five
1: Hermione Granger would be so disappointed to learn that there is no higher education in the wizarding world can you imagine that conversation she'd just be sitting there and she'd be like guys we've it's like it's it's almost time for our newts, even though they're, like, two years away. It's almost time for our newts. We've got to start deciding what we want to be when we get older. Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to – like, where are we going to study? <laughs> and Ron just sort of looks at her and just goes, uh, we're not studying after this. Like, seventh year rolls around, I'm out. I'm done. And she's like, okay, well, that's mm. you, Ronald. And then she just, and then it just takes him a while to really tell her and for her to understand that that there is no higher education. <laughs> yeah, that,
0: that is the thing. Like, like Ron would be like, wait, you guys – Go do more school after school, like yeah. Uh, there's just yeah,
1: yeah. It would just blow Ron's mind. It would just absolutely blow Ron's mind.
0: Yeah, because I mentioned like country kids staying on the farm. Like, is there wizard agriculture? Like, where where do wizards yeah. get their food? Like, I mean, the Weasleys have their own like home little farm sort of thing. But like, if you don't have your own produce and livestock like where are you getting your food in the wizarding world like is there like a grocer is there a magical grocer what is going on yeah i mean no no one's talking there's
1: got to be like a
0: wizarding farm yeah no one's talking about like getting um i mean i guess like in school you also don't talk about getting like you know op- opening a fruit and veg shop but like there doesn't seem to be any of that in um, Diagon Alley, for example. And they and they can't be going to the muggle world because, like, that would call, call for, you know, changing currency and all of that and that would just be a massive hassle.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Something like that. Do you think there's, like, some kind of journalism – School or, like, given that there's just the Daily profit, like, is it just a free-for-all? Have
1: you seen how Rita
0: Skeeter writes? There is no journalism school. <laughs>
1: uh, Although, if anyone has picked up a copy of My City's Bulletin recently, there's still no journalism school in my town, apparently, <laughs> my city, apparently. Oh, dear. Honestly. Ugh. But, yeah, like... Mm, you just think of all the things that we need to go to college for and go to uni for. Uh, there's The Wizarding World is just is not as big as us, but they've got just as many things. Mm. Surely they would need to go. Yeah, it's just... Surely there would need to be higher education. Like... You can't tell me that a whole group of people living inside the UK don't have primary education. They have seven years of magic studies and then they don't have higher education that that is a, that is a lot of people who are severely undereducated
0: i mean maybe that's why things just don't move in the wizarding world
1: well yes yeah, that makes sense that is a good theory that that's why they're still using parchment and quill
0: yeah there doesn't seem they to be they still use candles any there doesn't seem to be a great deal of innovation in that world
1: no No, there's no moving forward. I think we discussed this, like, last episode or the episode before. Mm -hmm. Like, they're still using parchment and quills. Like, they they have candles. They don't have electricity. They live in a castle. Yeah. As fun as that would be, I can tell you it would get very old very quick.
0: Yeah, at least, like, fit out your castle with, like, modern amenities. Like... I, I mean, where I stayed on the weekend was not a real castle, obviously, because we are in Australia, <laughs> but it was like the, the place <laughs> that um, my mate got married on the weekend was um, this hotel up in the um, Adelaide Hills with like, it's built like a castle sort of thing. And like, it's, you know, it's a wedding destination sort of <clears> thing. <throat> And it was, you know, exactly the kind of place that my friend should have been getting married. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you get that exterior vibe, but then we have modern interiors because that's like basic health. <laughs> yeah. Like, right? I, I'm pretty sure that um, our ability to use electricity and other such modern things, you know, extended our lives, like, you know, the fridge extended our lives. Yeah. Even just having insulation
1: extended our lives. Mm. I was, Mm -hmm. um, I was in Ireland last year, this time last year, actually, my Facebook feed is just a big pile of depression because I'm not there anymore. Um, and I was in Scotland (laughs) as well. And I, I did a lot of exploring and I, I, Uh, I climbed a lot of castles and I know they've been standing there for hundreds of years and I know they're probably not an exact representation of everything, but I went into the Tower of London and, like, they've kept that as it would have been. They've kept it all up to date and everything like that. Mm -hmm. The living conditions were awful. It's a goddamn miracle we Mm.
0: survived
1: as a race.
0: Um, There is definitely a reason why the Tower of London could – um, simultaneously, you know, house a queen before she was um, coronated as queen and also serve as the dungeon in which she was kept until she was beheaded. Th-
1: they're the same thing. It's a, if, if you wanted yeah. a Venn diagram of those two things, they're a circle. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. That circle the, is the Tower of London.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. It's like even climbing through... Uh, the Blarney Castle, uh, and looking at some of the things that they've, like, restored, and there was another castle that I climbed through in Scotland. Uh, it started with E. I don't actually know where I was. I'd fallen asleep in the car that we were driving <laughs> around it, so I was in the, I, in the middle of the Scottish Highlands. I'm sure I could find it if I tried, um, and they, it's still a working castle, as they like to call it. It's just small and cramped and cold very cold and i was there in summer and i know Scotland's summer isn't anything special but it was still warm outside but freezing cold inside which was nice but hmm. holy dooly man how did we survive as a race living in a castle which is why having a school in a castle although aesthetically amazing prob's not the best thing
0: just just a tangent on your tangent have you seen yeah. the movie doomsday
1: Potentially, hold on. Uh, I've got to look it up. My memory's so bad at the moment that I have to visually see like It came out in 2008.
0: It stars Rona Mitra and like a very old version of the guy from A Clockwork Orange.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I vaguely, like I think it was background noise and I wasn't actually paying attention to it.
0: Malcolm McDowell yeah. is the name that I was looking for on that one. Anyway, um, okay, one, that movie is incredible. It is, like, six different movies in one. Um, mm. It is, it is like, you know, a, it's a virus movie. It's a post-apocalyptic movie. It's a movie with a car chase for some reason. It is a movie that has um, cannibal punk rockers, and mm-hmm. it is a movie where a bunch of people live in a castle. So... <laughs> All of these things, all of these things, come together to make this incredible film with, like, you know, a quippy um, heroine with a mechanical eye, and it's just, just so terrible and so good, and I love it so much. Anyway, but they've uh-huh. got think, like,
1: yeah, I think my boyfriend was watching this the other day, which is like by the other day, I mean, like a month it, ago, and I wasn't watching it.
0: He's on Netflix now, and I'm very happy. <laughs> I'll have to watch but the Yeah, yeah. Um, I do advise it. It's just, it's just you know, a good thing when you don't need to think too hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that. But, yeah, it's like this um, – basically the concept is that they closed Scotland off because Scotland had become totally overrun by this disease. So they basically put up a decent wall along the line that Hadrian's wall was on and um yeah. a, and closed it all off and then they like then it shows up in england like 20 years later so they need to go in because they've actually seen that there were a couple of survivors um and they didn't oh, they, they okay. didn't announce this they didn't announce this when they saw it because the, you know that would be a political nightmare but they um now that the now that the reaper virus is in england it's like oh you know this will be great now so like where's it going to secretly send some people in to find these survivors and like there's a bunch of them just living in this um scottish castle and they've just gone completely medieval like they've all just like changed their clothes and all that to like live (laughs) in that world and it's so ridiculous and i love it so much
1: (laughs) okay i think i need to watch this movie you've just like sold it to me also i found out the name of the (laughs) castle that i was in I thought it was Urquhart Castle, but I've been there and it wasn't that one. It's Eileen Donan mm-hmm. Castle. Um, well, I can understand why you might
0: have forgotten the name.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, Eileen Donan. I had it in my head that it was like Elan Doolan or something, but you know, that's just me. Um, Which was just
0: just sounds like fake Scottish that you'd made make up on the spot to be vaguely offensive.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> I do apologize to if, if we have any Scottish visitors, uh, any Scottish <laughs> listeners. I don't actually ever remember being in the west of Scotland. Huh. That's news hmm. to me. But I know I was there. I have I have photos of myself being there. Where was I staying when I was in? Okay, so long story short, <laughs> I went to Scotland with my mum and her friends and we went up to Inverness and then somehow we ended up in the middle of the Scottish Highlands and I don't know where we were because I fell asleep in the car. Um, <laughs> So, I could not tell you where I was. I can tell you landmarks, but I can't tell you where I was on a map, which is, you know, I'm glad I was with my mother. (laughs) I
0: didn't die. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Like, if if you're going to not know where you are in a foreign country, at least you're with your (laughs) mum.
1: Yeah. But Urquhart Castle is interesting because Urquhart Castle is supposed to be roughly, it's on the... It overlooks Loch Ness. Um, it's supposed to be kind of visually like where that other one was. Hogwarts. That Mm. other one was Hogwarts. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um I know where I was. Okay, I stayed in a place called Urkless Castle, which was quite beautiful as well. Anyway, long story short. Middle of the Scottish Highlands, Urquhart Castle, if you ever visit, it's a beautiful location and it is supposed to be similar location to where J.K. Rowling envisioned Hogwarts was. Okay.
0: So that's like...
1: Loch Ness was kind of, yeah, Loch Ness was mm-hmm. kind of like where the Black Lake is supposed to be.
0: Okay. Very, very yeah. last aside, um, the concept mm-hmm. that um, Hogwarts to Muggles looks like an abandoned ruin and that's its security measure, like everyone's going to fucking go in there. I'm sorry. Like you – like abandoned castle, you're going to have like people coming in like, oh, let's, let's do – it's going to be like one of those billions of um, ghost adventure TV shows. Like people are going to like investigate it for hauntings. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I know You're there's meant to off. be that charm that, makes, charm that makes you think that you've, like, left the oven on or something, but, like, someone might take that as the same kind of foreboding that they'd get from a haunted place, and then they just end up in this working school and be like, uh, hi. Yeah,
1: you are absolutely, yeah.
0: The fact that that doesn't happen all the time is just insane.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are absolutely much better off making it look like government have official headquarters or something.
0: Yeah. No one's going <laughs> to want to go in there. Yeah, like even just it's a swamp. Like. Yeah. People are much going to be going to be much less attracted to a random swamp.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: I guess in uh, I guess in but, Scotland it would be a marsh. Yes. But yeah.
1: Yes, in Scotland anyway. it would be a
0: marsh. Anyway, higher education. Yeah. Um, there isn't any that we can really be aware of. There may be some kind of apprenticeship sort of situation. Hermione would definitely, like, build it, build a university with her bare hands. I think that's pretty clear. Like, not even magic, Like, so I'm going to play every single brick myself because you guys are useless.
1: Yeah, she totally would too. Mm. Absolutely.
0: So, yeah, um... One of one of the many, many tasks that I think Hermione would be too busy doing to ever be Minister for Magic. Yes,
1: absolutely. We're just going to make a list. By the end of this season, we're going to be like, and this is the list of all the reasons why Hermione cannot be Minister for Magic. And it'll just be I like mean, a 20 minute long episode of us reading out this list.
0: I mean, the World is definitely going to hate her by age 25. So, like, the, the ability for her to become Minister for Magic is totally gone. <laughs> yes. Let's hope so. Like, she's just agitating for so much change. And they're like, we like things the way that they are. And what Stop you're proposing to is scary. <laughs> it's like Hermione is approaching the the um, Ministry for um, the Ministry of Magic and, like, a siren goes off. It's like, she's here. <laughs> yes, it's like, oh, God, everybody,
1: <laughs> pin down all the paperwork. Don't let us see what you're working on. Run away. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, that's – um. I think, I think that this conversation is pretty much um, – we've covered everything that we could. We'll probably realise that there's something – uh, we've made some kind of glaring omission, like on the Occupational Health and Safety episode, where we never mentioned peeves. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. actually put in the show notes like, yeah, we forgot that. <laughs> yeah, we definitely forgot peeves. Oopsie. I think we should just discuss him like if we ever talk about ghosts.
1: Yes, I feel like we need mm. to talk about ghosts. That's, that's a yes. topic. I'm sure that's a topic. Yeah. If you would like definitely. it to be a topic, why don't you ask us the question? Um, also, yeah. I feel like we should probably make a Facebook group page because we've had yeah. a couple of people request.
0: Yeah, that um, definitely came up for me before. So like that might be something that we should um, get on and probably, we'll probably already have it done by the time this episode goes up. So, The Facebook group has now been made. And if you just search on Facebook "Potter Nonsense Podcast," you should find it. We've got a couple of questions on there just to make sure that you're not a robot. Okay, thanks, guys. Yeah, um, I
1: yeah, Facebook page for sure. I have been looking into like Discord servers, um, potential as a potential thing as well maybe later on down the track when we've got a little bit more people but yeah facebook Mm -hmm. group i will get back to you about it i keep giving you my twitter handle and then promptly not checking my twitter so i'm going to try really hard (laughs) to like be more active on my twitter i feel like i i need to do that if i'm going to be sitting here going yeah and you can find me on twitter uh and i'm not actually not actually there so uh on that note um thanks for listening and you yeah. can try and find me on twitter at ray is a writer r a e is a writer
0: i am at raven.com which is spelled r a v e n d o r k h o l m e and we are we are on itunes now um itunes didn't tell me that we're on itunes but we started getting listen, listens from there and i did look it up um, one of the biggest things that helps um, new podcasts is if you rate, review, and subscribe. Sort of um, like if I, I think the, the reviews are actually the biggest thing for a new podcast. So we would absolutely love it if you could leave us a review.
1: Yes, please leave us a review.
0: Yes, um, I think the Apple Podcast is one of the more crucial ones for reviews. Um, I don't know how the other ones really work. Um, um but apple, like that's, yeah, apple
1: podcasts the more rates and reviews we get the more likely we are to be re- suggested requested suggested the more likely we are to be suggested to other people searching for the similar yeah. or same topic so
0: yeah that's yeah, when we get just, um yeah that's when we get recommended that's when we get on lists and that's like really big for us so if you could um give us a hand with that we would love you forever
1: Yes, please do. We would love you forever. I mean, I'm probably going yes. to do that anyway,
0: but maybe not. <laughs> that is true. It's your choice. That is true. We'll just, um, like, if, if you rate and review, you will be our favourites, wink. <laughs> um, all right, so that's, um, that's the end of it. Um, mischief Managed. Yeah, Mischief
1: Managed. Until next time, toodles.
0: Potter Nonsense is a production of Bronze Pig media and is recorded in Queensland and South Australia. If you liked the show, please rate, review and subscribe so that others can find us. You can contact us on Twitter at Pig Media or by email at bronzepigmedia@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Welcome to Downton Down Under. I'm Fee. This
1: is not Downton Down Under fee. Oh my
0: God. <laughs> We missed recording. Please leave that in. We missed recording last week because um one, one of our people had the nerve to get married. So, oh, how dare they! <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, how about <laughs> all right? How about I started? Yeah, okay. Huh.
0: Bronze Pig Media. Oink.